Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Welcome to episode 280 of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today are two other hosts of a very popular show from WCTL, my new buddies, Dan Sheldon and Lori Clapper. How are you buddies doing today? Hey, Nick. Doing We're doing great. great. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. Of course. So I got to start by asking, you're both in the radio industry. What sparked your interest in a career in radio? <laughs> Lori? Uh, well, mine started actually back in, the story starts back in high school. Let's just say that. I My senior year in high school, I had some time in my schedule, so I took a journalism class, and I graduated from Iroquois High School here in Erie. Go Braves. And, go Braves. And um, we actually had a cable access TV channel. So part of the journalism was not only writing for newspaper, but we could be part of the TV broadcast as well. So I really enjoyed that. Decided to go into communications when I went uh, to college the next year and thought I was gonna do TV, but there was a flyer about the college radio station having um, auditions or interviews. So I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, I'm in a new place, trying new things. So I decided to go and, and interview for that. And kind of the rest is history because I fell in love with radio and we call it the radio bug. It gets in your blood. <laughs> it gets in your blood. <laughs> And you, you never get right. away from it. So and from there, it was history. That was history, and I've pretty much worked in radio for the majority of my career since then. So nice. that's my story. And well, then? my story goes back even farther than hers. Mine goes back to oh, probably late seventies, early eighties. Loved the radio. Would listen constantly. Loved the DJs. I was the type of guy who would record off the radio back, showing my age. When you record it off the radio, my sisters would try to cut it off before the DJ talked, not me. I would let it roll so that I would get the DJ talking. And then I would buy the 45 records and play them on my parents' record player and pretend that I was the DJ in between. So this is something that I wanted to do my entire life. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not like Lori, who went the right route by going to school for it and getting a job through school. I went a different route where I never went to college, but uh, I was working in a factory uh, and I was doing DJ work and I started working at Tommy's Whiskey River, which was a country bar down. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember. Is it McCain? But anyways, uh, some of the jocks from Country 98 used to come down there. And at one point, one of the jocks said, hey, we got an overnight weekend spot that's open for you uh, if you're interested. So I put in a resume, a resume that had absolutely no radio in it whatsoever. Um, talked to Bill Shannon at my factory job that I was working at the time. And he's like, uh, well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's make a, 
uh, an appointment for you to come in and do an interview. And by the time I got home that day, there was a message on my answering machine dating myself again, uh, saying, hey, this is Bill Shannon. Don't worry about coming in for an interview. You got the job. So I started <laughs> weekend overnights in my dream job. Just uh, wow. I guess I pretty much got lucky. <laughs> nice. So years and years later, you find yourself at WCTL. How did this opportunity come to be? Oh, this is another good story, Nick. <laughs> so I've been at just about every radio station in the city at one time or another, most of them twice. Um, the last radio job that I had before this was at Rocket 101, when it was Rocket 101. Um, I was working weekends there, and I had just come to Christ, and he was telling me to quit the job. And I was like, no, I'm not going to quit the job, because what am I going to do? The only thing I know is radio. So I stayed there for another year. Um, at the time, I was just coming, without going into too much, I was just coming out of a pornography addiction, and I was working on myself. And we started playing a song there called Porn Star Dancing. And then we started airing commercials for a place that sold porn, and I was just, okay, this is not who I want to be. I don't want to be representing this kind of stuff. But I still didn't quit. <laughs> so the corporate decided that all weekenders were going to record their shows and not come in live anymore. And that um, cut my hours to one hour a week. <laughs> and that wasn't worth the gas going from my house to the radio station. And I told my boss at the time that, you know, I can't do this anymore. And uh, Ron Klein was my boss at the time. And it was nothing against the radio station, nothing against the people I worked with, because I still still absolutely love the people I worked with there. But uh, he understood. He said he could find me some work there, but it's like, no, it's, it's just time for me to go. That same exact week, I was at church, and Adam Fraze, who at the time was uh, music director and program director here, he came up to me and said, I have some work at the radio station if you're interested. And I said, well, how did you know that I quit Rocket? And his answer was, I didn't know you quit Rocket. And I said, well, I'm going to take that as a sign that, yes, I'll take some work. And that was 11 years ago. So here I am, 11 years later, still at WCTL. Nice. And Lori? Well, I actually started at WCTL right out of college. I was their intern uh, for a summer <laughs> and uh, did little things here and there for them. And then I worked part-time here. Um, for a while until they brought me on full time. I've actually pretty much done almost everything here at WCTL. <laughs> I've learned like every aspect of the business. I've been very fortunate to kind of uh, be able to do anything from schedule the commercials to uh, do the production work on commercials to being on the air. So I've done a little bit of everything. It's kind of the, I guess that's kind of the um, nice thing about working in a small uh, station. But I did leave uh, WCTL for a while and worked in edit, do, uh, doing more writing and communications and PR work for about six years and uh, quit that job because it was just too much. It was kind of a toxic environment. I, I did not um, feel like I needed to be there anymore. So I just quit not even having any job to go to. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do because I'm like, familiar. I've never quit a job and not had another job to go to, unfortunately. And um so I was doing some freelance writing for a little while. And um, again, Adam Fraze, who I had, <laughs> I had worked with, because this was dating back to the mid-90s that I started here and worked, actually worked on the morning show here in the early years when I was here for a couple of years. Um, 
he he contacted me and said, "Hey, um, I'm think I think I'm going to take over the job of general manager. I'm looking to kind of put a new team together. I didn't know what your availability was, and if you were looking for someone to really do a lot of content management and and like social media, do some on air work." I was like, well, that's funny because that's exactly what I was doing at my job. A lot of social media and content management and all that stuff. And and um, so that's how after a kind of a hiatus out of radio, I didn't think I was going to ever be back in radio. I had no interest, really. And um, although, like I said, radio is a bug. You never totally want to get out of it. You, you love it forever. We joke that uh, WCTL is like Hotel California. You can check out, but you can never leave. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean the Erie area is fortunate uh, to be a small market, but to have a Christian, local Christian station, because those sometimes are becoming a little few and far between because there's so many big networks that are kind of taking over the airwaves. And so we're very fortunate. And I've been very fortunate to be able to work here. And now um when I started back, I was doing middays, uh, working uh, 10 to 2, um, and then circumstances changed. The uh, girl who was working with Dan after he went on the morning show, she decided to go another uh, route in her career and in her life and and decided, yeah, I, you know what, I want to, I guess... Uh, I became kind of the program director here. So I'm like, I want to kind of protect the integrity. Kind of. I kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of the program director, you know, a little, well, you know, in a small place, you kind of do a little bit of everything. But, um, but uh, decided, I'm like, you know what, this is something I, I always feel like I've been called to do. And I, it's something I've always done uh, for a large part of my career that I wanted to protect that and, and protect the integrity of our station and the show and move it forward. So we kind of, Back in 2019, well, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's, that's a whole story. other story. Back in 2019, <laughs> we not only launched our new morning show, Mornings with Dan and Lori, but we actually um, started broadcasting from a stronger signal. In, yeah, a stronger <laughs> signal here in Erie. So, mm-hmm. I think which leads me into my next question: What was it like when you first started uh, co-hosting together? Tell us that story. Dan. Well, <laughs> so I was doing mornings with uh, Elizabeth Kelly. And she went off to a, another job. Um, <laughs> I was told that uh, we're going to have you do the morning show by yourself for a week or two until we start off a new show. Well, that week or two turned into a year because we were doing our golden opportunity at the time, which was uh, we were moving our signal from Union City to closer to Erie off of Peach Street so that we would be over the city of Erie a little bit better than we had been. Uh, so we were waiting till that happened to kick off the new morning show. And I have to be honest, I was very comfortable with Elizabeth and I am a kind of guy who is very comfortable and I like my comfort. (laughs) So with Elizabeth here, we had a great chemistry and I was a little bit afraid when she left. Um, my first suggestion to Adam phrase was that we bring in Ellie McVeigh, who I worked with at Rocket 101. Uh, she had recently started going to Elevate Church, and I saw that she got baptized. I was like, she'd be a great co-host. She's got radio experience, uh, and and I'm comfortable because I know her already, and we're friends. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, she surprisingly turned down the gig because she has a better teaching job than, <laughs> than radio. But then I was told that Lori was going to be taking the, the position, and even then, I was a little bit, well, yeah, I kind of know Lori, but I don't really know Lori, but... Uh, after we started working together, we, again, we just clicked like that. So, Well, I think we're both radio people. Exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> She's a radio person. Elizabeth, I, I'm not saying this in a bad way. Elizabeth was not a radio person. So getting with Lori, though, she was more in tune to some of the things that you need to know about radio. Mm-hmm. And again, that's that's not saying anything about about Elizabeth because She's she was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys create your morning content? What com- like what comes to mind when you're thinking of things to talk about on the air? <laughs> I guess I'm the content creator on here. Um, but there's you know there's a lot of different ways that we come up with content. We um, we do a lot of sharing of content with other radio stations. You know, exactly. we, have, we have it's kind of like a hive mind. You know, it's so nice to bounce have other, not only, you know, secular radio, but also Christian radio um, people who are of like mind, who are all facing the same things uh, every single day as they go to do their shows. So we, we bounce a lot of ideas off of each other and come up with ideas like, oh, I really like that. You know, can I use that? And, and, and you know, it's, it's reciprocal. Um, uh, we're in one group on Facebook that uh, one of your former guests, Jessica Curry, also a part of. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, she's so like, sometimes we got to watch what she's doing so we don't <laughs> do the same thing. And... <laughs> right, right. Uh, so we um, so we we do a little bit of that. We bounce ideas off of each other. We, you know, Dan and I, we come up, we come up with our own stuff. Sometimes one thing will kind of spawn from something else we've done or, you know, the ideas kind of tumble from there. So, um, you know, we, we do watch ratings sometimes. So we will say, okay, now this hour is not getting a whole lot of uh, listenership. Why are people dropping off? What, what can we do differently? So we, there's a little bit of analysis in it too. Yeah, she, uh, like I said, she's the radio girl. So <laughs> she was looking at uh, numbers when we first started. And one of them was what Okay, there we go. are. <laughs> Sorry, about <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. You're good. An article on what people want in Christian radio. So we incorporated a lot of that into our daily features. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we get a lot of feedback. We kind of feed, you know, we try to, you know, we get the feedback and kind of feed it back to our listeners because yep. we we want them to listen more, which means we want to do more of what they want to hear and participate in. So, um, you know, it's great hearing from from them and you know what they do. And what they, you know, uh, what will keep them listening and, and engaged every morning. So, you know, awesome. so there's, you know, like I said, different avenues where we um, come up with things. Mm-hmm. What about your favorite, like, games and contents to play over the air? <laughs> reindeer <laughs> games. It's all about Christmas. <laughs> Love the reindeer games. Yes. We do that every uh, Christmas week. We have a special week where we just play special games. Uh, we got our... Oh, it's not out right now, but we have oh. the uh, the holiday version of Monopoly that we play on the air with our listeners. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the other reindeer? Oh, toss, reindeer antler reindeer antler toss. toss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got the elf name generator where we give our listeners uh, elf names, and of course, with every game that we play, we take their names down and give away prizes with them. But yeah, Christmas week is one of my favorite weeks here, uh, yeah. just playing the games with them. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone really gets into it. Just, it's just kind of lighthearted. You know, we never lose focus of what the Christmas season is about, you know, at the heart of it, but you know, Mm -hmm. we just take a cheerful, lighthearted approach. um, In our reindeer games, everybody's invited, even the guys with the shiny nose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I think, I think one of my favorites is something like it just referred to how we were kind of watching the numbers of um, the different hours of our show and, and, you know, when the most listened to times were and why people were dropping off. And it seemed like at a certain time on Fridays, 
people were kind of dropping off. <laughs> yes. And you know, and we're like, hmm, that's interesting because we took one uh, way of doing our we call it our fun Fridays. We you know took one uh, avenue and how we were going to treat that, what we were going to do for those mornings. And we're like, you know, maybe we need to come up with something different. Maybe we got to get people engaged. And and again, this was kind of like a hive mind type thing where um, I, I think it was maybe on there was a girls in, radio, in Christian radio group that I'm a part of. And um, I, I can't think of now, but it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> she mentioned this game that they did um, where they do it's called Five Calls Calls It. And where they they have teams, you know, they have two different sides to a story and wh whichever side gets five calls wins the morning. And we do that every day now, every Friday, every Friday uh, yeah. from eight o'clock to whenever it ends, basically. So, so we started we started incorporating that into the show. I have to admit, I hated the name of it when we first started. Yeah. It's grown on me. <laughs> yeah, five calls, five calls, calls. It. And <laughs> and I think it's really become one of our listeners' favorite yes. times of the week. We hear a lot of people. In fact, just last week we had someone stop in to pick up a prize and and said they, they really love uh, listening to it because it's engaging. And it's Everyone a great game. You, you can play in the car with your kids when you're driving to school. Mm -hmm. and we hear a lot of that. We're calling with the kids and like, <laughs> hey, what team are we on? You know, because um, there's always two sides of the story and everyone, especially food. We especially people, food. Yes. People are very uh, passionate about food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how they eat Oreos. <laughs> how they eat, I found this out about doing how you eat an Oreo. I'm like, Wow, people eat Oreos in really odd ways. Very oddly, oddly specific. specific. Yeah. <laughs> so we just learn. It's fun because we learn more about our listeners. They learn about us because we're sharing our perspective. Because yes, on a lot of them, there are sometimes we're kind of on the same team. We have we're on the same same side of the. It's a lot more fun when we're on opposite sides. Yeah, but there are a lot <laughs> where we're on opposite sides, so that makes it a little more fun. They're like, "Oh, sorry, Dan, I'm on Lori's side," or you know, or vice versa. So people people really get into it, and uh, and we our biggest thing is just listener engagement. Like Wednesdays, we have a whole call in program, pretty much the whole show. Yes, is we ask a question to get their opinion. So again, it's a it's a way to get to know each other, make the listener the star, because that's what it's all about. If we didn't have our listeners, we'd be talking to ourselves. Yeah, it, it would be a really boring <laughs> <grim> show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be a lot of crickets <laughs> going on. Awesome. It sounds like you guys have a lot of fun with each other, a lot of fun just being co-hosts. So, which leads me to my next question. What's the funniest memory you have together, you think? <laughs> Christmas time again. Lori, do you what? want to take this one? <laughs> I know. Well, Dan, looking at your question, he's like, wow, I'm going to have to really think about that. I'm like, wait a second. Why do you have to think so hard? <laughs> um, but I, I said this. This is actually, we have a lot of good times together. Don't get me wrong. We have a lot of, we have a lot of laughs, and there's probably – so many that we can't even come up with over the past right. four years. But um, this happened just last Christmas. It's probably one of our <laughs> favorite memories. Christmas 2021? Yes, yeah. 2021. Um, we, during our reindeer games on the last day before we go into the Christmas holiday and we leave for the holiday, um, we exchange gifts. And <laughs> <laughs> so last year, part, both of our gifts incorporated things with my picture on it. <laughs> My face. I gave him a pair. His favorite. Um, his favorite uh, color is purple. purple. So I gave him purple socks with warnings with Dan and Lori and a picture of our faces on the <laughs> socks. And then I opened mine, and it was a. It was a picture of me superimposed on Mariah Carey's Christmas album. <laughs> we have done a whole thing the whole week. 
yeah. where we put our faces on iconic Christmas albums. I had one on the Bing Crosby album. Yeah, we were the Carpenters. The Carpenters. Yeah. But we put her face on the Mariah Carey one, and it was the funniest thing. Her <laughs> husband really liked the picture. <laughs> so oh, I put nice it, I, my wife put it on a shirt, and that's what I gave her for Christmas. Yeah, so so we for just... Christmas time, we gave each other something with her face on it. Yes. <laughs> that was just Lori her... likes herself a lot. It's... That, that is not true. But, but that just, it just made us laugh. And this Christmas, we're like, we felt so precious. We're like, we can't top last Christmas. no way Christmas. we can top that. I was about to say, try. I can't wait for next Christmas. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who would have thought that we would have pictures? But it was just, it was just a funny, very funny memory. So I wore my way. socks last Christmas, too. Just right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. So are there any contests or promotions you're currently holding over the air as we speak? Uh, the Healing Hearts. Yes. I'll let you talk about that because yeah. that's your brainchild as well. Yeah, we every year, this is actually our ninth year uh, doing the Healing Hearts uh, Valentine's Day project. It's not a contest more than it's a, a campaign to uh, um, our listeners make homemade valentines and turn them into us. And then we in turn, in time for Valentine's Day, will uh, give them out to a lot of nursing homes, senior living facilities, uh, Barber Center. Uh, we've Gadenzia, everywhere rehab yeah rehab centers and just and, and we we all get new ideas every year so it, it changes it stays the same but changes a little bit because we get some uh, new ideas from people who say hey i think this organization would appreciate these valentines uh so we will uh, hand those out and we we've gotten anywhere from five to ten thousand valentines um every year uh donated made handmade by our listeners every single year so it's just the idea is kind of to share the love of jesus yeah. with those who might not have somebody during valentine's day yeah, might be to lonely, give them the yeah. bright of the days might be lonely mm-hmm. that's sweet yeah. that's valentine's day's perfect day to be somebody's buddy you know yes exactly that's a yeah, great point i think it? one of the the best times we ever went out was at the uh soldiers and sailors home on valentine's yeah. day and uh the the guy who's playing the music there did God bless the USA and just to watch their hearts fill with pride and guys who can barely walk getting out of their wheelchairs and saluting as they're singing. And it was a, a really, and then their faces as we handed out the Valentine's like, what is this for? And it's just to show you that we love you and the, the yeah. faces. And it's just an amazing thing. And they enjoy interacting because some people did have um, spouses or family sure. come to their Valentine's Day party, but a lot of them were alone. You know, many mm-hmm. didn't have, um, you know, mm-hmm. we're there, they live there, but they didn't have uh, family there for whatever reason. It, it, there might have been a reason for that, but um, but it was it was just nice to be there and talk to them and, and have some time to interact um, with them, hear their stories, and see their smiles. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just really, it, I think it blesses us just as much as it yes. blesses <laughs> them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, but it's, it's been a, just a really uh, successful uh, project just in the fact that it gets so many of our listeners uh, involved. They feel like uh, they're making a difference and doing something simple gives it gives like people something to do in the middle of the winter right. <laughs> to get together mm-hmm. with their families and they're looking at the kids. We often hold events the at the Mill Creek Mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People come up and do make Valentines there or drop off yeah. their Valentines. In fact, we might be doing that us, again yeah. yeah, this year for the first time. Gets us out in the public and then we uh, get to drive them to the different places and drop them off, usually during their parties. And... Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. You guys seem truly passionate about your careers. You 
you just from chatting with you today, you show me that you have a strong, this isn't just a, I get to go to work to, this is a, I get to go to work today. Yes. Job. So what motivates you? What gives you that passion every morning to wake up and go, I get to go to work today. Cause Nick, I love getting up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I say, woohoo, every time 3.15 comes around. <laughs> Actually, it, it, first of all, like I said, this is my dream job from when I was knee high to a grasshopper. This is what I've always wanted to do. I've always loved being a radio. Every station I've worked at, I've absolutely loved being in radio. Mm -hmm. But WCTL is different. There is a different connection that we have with our listeners than any of the other radio stations. And that's not putting the other radio stations down but we have a connection through Jesus Christ and we get to get on the radio and tell people about the good news. It, there is no other reason to wake up and be excited <laughs> to come. I enjoy being with Lori. I, you know, we have good friendship. I enjoy playing music and talking to people on the radio, yeah. but really it all comes down to Jesus Christ for me. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a privilege to be able to do what you love, do what you feel called to do, uh, what God calls you to do and be able to do it at a ministry. At a yeah. Again, like I said, sometimes before, I forget it's ministry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just have a lot of fun and it's, it's just uh, an amazing honor to be able to come in every day and be able to share Jesus with people to be able to have that, just have such a great balance of fun and, and serious moments and, you know, uh, talking about Jesus and sharing devotions and sharing our own feelings. And then other times just being crazy and silly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Faith, family, and fun is what our right. our uh, positioning yeah. statement is. So yeah. we share a little bit of faith, a little bit of family, and a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's a great saying, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I know, Dan, you were excited for this question. So I, now's the time. <laughs> I'm wondering, um, what are your goals for 2023? <laughs> he knows you, doesn't he? He's <laughs> we talk a lot, and I am not a goals-oriented person. I know that probably sounds strange to a lot of people, but uh, I, as I said earlier, again, without going into too much, I came out of an addiction to pornography, and I go to celebrate recovery every Thursday, which is for anybody who has any hurts, habits, hangups. It's it's kind of like uh, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Only we name our higher power, and we live by the motto of one day at a time. Sometimes I live one moment at a time. So it's hard for me to make long goals. When somebody asks me what I'm doing in five years from now, I have no idea what I'm doing later today. What are you talking about five years from now? And by the way, nobody in 2015 guessed that one correctly anyways. Uh, no one so in 2020 guessed it correctly. Obviously, you have to have some kind of goals, but this, for me, I'm usually on a day-to-day -day basis. Nice. Nice. Lori, how about you? You're more of a goals person than I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I, try, to, I try to, you know, live day-to-day. -day. You got to do that because you got to live for today. You got to be present in the moment. But I, I am definitely a numbers person. I like to look, especially at work, probably more so than anything. Um, look at the numbers. Okay, this is where I want to be. You know, this is this this is my goal. You know, we need to change this to make these numbers go up. And uh, so, I mean, it, I don't I don't know if I have any, you know, really set goals for twenty twenty three. I think I think in so many ways, I feel like I'm still coming out of twenty twenty. Right. Does that sound crazy? <laughs> 
Is that, is no, that... not at all. Not at all. You're absolutely right. We're still, there's still that, there's still that little bit left that we're still, is it normal yet? Is it normal? Is, are we back to what we used to be? But there's still things like you never know when the pandemic is going to ramp up again. You never know when something's going to happen, you know? Right. Yeah, it's true. And I, you know, it was such a past couple years seems like it was just like one year of a blur and now it's three <laughs> years later. And so now, you know, I, I can't say that I have a real goal for 2023. It's just, um, you know, I think I just want to make sure I spend as much time with my family as possible. I want to make sure that I am more in the moment because I know I've always been the type to look, want to look ahead to the next thing. That's how I've always been um, getting better at that. <laughs> and I guess I'm more of a missions focused yeah. person. I have a real heart for missions. Uh, mm -hmm. Last year I went to Belgium and helped out our ministry that's over there. I went to Philadelphia into the the drug riddled areas of Philadelphia to help out people there the last couple of years, mm -hmm. been to Cambodia twice and and planning on going back uh, in January of 24 to help out in Cambodia with human trafficking. And uh, New York City is coming up later this year that, that my church is going up there for inner city missions. So I guess most of my goals are for more mission minded. Also, uh, I volunteer at the city mission. Uh, I'm trying to get back into Albion prison where I do prison ministry. Uh, I was went there last night and my badge didn't work, so I couldn't get in, but it's uh. going to happen before the year's up. So I guess my goals are more mission oriented. Getting back into missions. And I, yeah. and honestly, being on the radio is a type of mission as well. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where my goals are. Nice. Wonderful goals. Wonderful, wonderful. Whether they're long-term or whether they're, what am I doing in one hour? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> By yeah. the way, what time is it? Taking a nap when I get home. <laughs> yep. So my next question to you is, where can our viewers learn more about WCTL, learn more about your show? Well, first, they can listen at 106.3. Mm -hmm. They can listen online, WCTL.org. Yeah, we, you listen on your smart speaker. Just ask it. Well, I think with Alexa, you have to set up a WCTL skill. That's your first step. Um, I think Google, you can just ask it to play WCTL radio and you'll, you'll get it right away. Uh, so there's so many ways that you can listen, whether it's in the radio, in your car radio or at home. Um, and you know what? We hear all the time that when people start listening, it changes them. It changes their perspective. You know, whether there's someone who attends church every week, who is a devoted Christian or someone who just says, you know, I need something different in my life. You know, I need I need more positivity. Maybe they're seeking uh, something spiritually, seeking Jesus. And they're like, you know what? This really changes me when I'm on my way to work. Like my, my thinking is different when I, when I get there, I might be facing a stressful day, but my, my mind's in a different place. It's in a better place uh, after I listen to you guys in the morning. So that's, that's encouraging. We know it's not us. Yeah. We know it's God working on them and, and, and doing that through us. But one of our longtime listeners and a uh, great supporter of WCTL, told me we've, we've gotten to know each other real well and he's my prayer partner when I go off on missions but uh, he told me that he gives to WCTL because he was going to church every Sunday but then Monday through Saturday he was going out and doing whatever he wanted with his life and going back on Sundays and he said there's got to be more to life than this and that's when he discovered WCTL and he's like these people that are on this radio station are living it out every single day and not just on Sundays that's kind of what we give you. We are not church, but we can give you 
rest or what have you in between the Reminder, times that you go to church. Reminders and uplift and, 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 and that you can do it even when you're not at church. You can yeah. praise God. And, Wonderful. Yeah. You're right. You're not church, but you can, you're coming close second. You come in as a way of here's what to do Monday through Saturday. I like that a lot. I like that philosophy yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. So now, buddies, we got to make this an official buddy cast with our final two questions. The first one brought to us by my buddy Jonas Kane at Hashtag Positivity, who wants to know, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? So... <laughs> In the Christian world, we're always taught that it is not something. We play a song here called No Man is an Island. Mm -hmm. No man is an island. You cannot do life on your own. You cannot do, you cannot follow Christ and do it on your own. You need other people to come beside you, to uh, hold you accountable, to just talk to people you can open up to, people you can get really close to, mm -hmm. and somebody that's not necessarily related to you but can be as close. I consider Lori to be as close as a sister to me. And I think that's, uh, that's what it means to be a buddy to me is to be somebody that can walk alongside and do life with somebody. I, Lori, your turn. I, <laughs> I think you said that well. I, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Well said, well said, yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. You're right, a buddy's just like a brother or sister. That's right. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. So and you're a new buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys are buddies. Just to let you know, you guys aren't guests on the show. You're buddies. Yes. Yay! <laughs> I love being a buddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the final question I have for you buddies is what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this one? Okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who has a dream to go into radio like you guys did, who wants to be on be on the air one day, What's your advice to them? Run. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you know, radio has changed so much over the years, even since we've gone even into it. Even since I got into it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's changed a lot, and I think there's opportunity. Uh, as you see sitting right here, Dan had a totally different route than I did, but we're all, we both ended up, you know, doing basically the same thing, <laughs> right. you know, working side by side every day. Um, but, you know experience still counts for a lot you know get the experience and even if you didn't go to school i mean that helps you i think in some ways if you're working and, and if you've gone to school for communications i think that helps get your internships and get you that experience um but you know do what you can do um you know start at the bottom yeah. <laughs> you know i did overnight weekends yeah. when i first started i did i did weekends <laughs> like coming in at six in the morning you know and uh um, just play in programs. And again, it's changed a little, things are a little more automated uh, radio stations than they were back then. But, um, but you can, but there's still opportunity um, to, to get uh, experience in different, um, uh, different, uh, di what am I trying to say? Different <laughs> arms of radio, whether it's on air, whether it's production. And there's, you know, yeah, people have access sales, to so much. Yeah. There's, there's access to so much that you can really get, there's so many ways to get experience and, and to kind of hone your craft. And, uh, I would personally say not to do it the way I did it. Don't just expect somebody to call you someday yeah. <laughs> and say you got the job yeah. without even an interview. That, that, that well, was, yeah, that was God. I would suggest schooling is definitely a good thing. And WERG, Chet yes. Price has such a great program yeah. running down there, Gannon. He runs that as if it is a commercial 
professional radio station yeah. because it is. Mm -hmm. And the kids that come out of there are incredible and they are well-trained because of the way it's run. So Gannon has an incredible communications course yeah. if radio is the thing you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it does teach you, you get taught a lot just again just honing your craft if you if you like to write if you like to produce just do it you know call the radio station to see if you can sit in or ask advice become you know? a uh, intern become an intern if you're an intern on mornings with Anna Lori, we put you on the air yeah. <laughs> we throw you on the air once a week that's right but you know the fun thing is we when we decided to do that a, a, several years ago we, we never usually did that we're like you know what maybe i think people just really needed to feel what actually being on the radio is all about. Yep. And, you know, we had some people who were kind of quiet, you know, and, and we really saw them kind of blossom uh, just having this time. Like our favorite Bryce Preston <laughs> and the Bryce Preston Memorial Championship. Yeah, we have, a, we have a segment named after one of our interns from 2018. <laughs> from 2018. Um, and we really just, it's, it was really incredible, you know, to just see them, kind of come out of their shells and get comfortable on the air because sometimes the most intimidating thing is having that microphone in front of you, you know, like, Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. this is like real radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it, I don't you think it was just really cool seeing over it. the years. Yep. Uh, we've had three different. Bryce is one of them that really opened up once he, yes. once he got comfortable with it. Yeah. And we've had several. Intern Dan was the last one we had. Yeah. We've had several come on the air with us. Uh, just, we were like, Hey, once a week, come in early. You know, yep. coming a little earlier, we'll we'll throw you on the air with us, and, and now we got Saxton, who's doing a lot of stuff with some professional sports teams. And... Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so so we just we have a lot of fun, and and that's just you know getting that real world experience, and and maybe you're like, oh man, I don't want to do these jobs, but you know what? That's what's going to get you to where you want to be. That's right. Uh, exactly. You know, you know, doing doing those grunt jobs, so yep. to speak. But you know, if if you show that you're faithful in those little things. You know, I think God will bless right you now. and promote you to those bigger things uh, later. Exactly. So um, it's a perspective I think some people have lost over the years. And yes. I don't want to generalize, but, you know, sometimes you just want to walk into a middle management job. And <laughs> but, you know, uh, radio especially. Is Even if it's that, just running baseball games or football games yeah. or do it, get do that it. experience. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable get experience. with it. Build your way from the bottom up. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I love yeah. what you said about like internship because you're right. You know, some people, especially like with WERG, you know, again, I'm again a night. So yeah. at, they have a fantastic program down there. You're absolutely yeah. right. And mm -hmm. that price is a buddy on buddy cast as well. Nice. I worked with him at country 98 and I yep. worked with him. I did a show at Gannon for many years. Mm -hmm. A great buddy. And um, you're right. There are some students there that could be like shine class, you know, just doing their work. You say hi to them, they just wave to you. Something like that. <laughs> they get on the air. The minute that on-air sign turns on, they are like, uh, yeah, 90.5 or 90.5 WERG. This is so-and-so. Welcome yeah. to the morning news. Honestly, Nick, that is me. I am uh, an introvert like you would not believe. Yeah, we are. But you put a microphone in front of me. Yeah. And there's where my entertainment comes out. That's where my extrovert comes out. Is when not, that microphone goes on. We're both introverts. <laughs> At the heart. <laughs> People just can't believe it when they hear that I'm an introvert. Yeah. You? But yeah. I'm an introvert. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> My uh, wife, on the other hand, extroverted beyond belief. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's how I meet people through my wife. 
Absolutely. Well, buddies, thank you so, so much for taking the time to be buddies on BuddyCast. It was a true pleasure. You guys are welcome back anytime. You know yeah. that. Yeah. So, but well, I have thank one you for thing. having us, Nick. I enjoyed of this. Of course. Of course. Stick around. We'll chat for a minute afterwards. But All right, before bye. we close out, before we close out this episode, I have one favor to ask both of you. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, even next year, please go be someone's buddy. Be yes. someone's buddy. Love it. Love it. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. For my buddies out there, these are my buddies, Dan and Lori. Please tune into WCTL. You'll absolutely love it. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Don't be lonely, come make it, buddy, here on BuddyCast. Hey buddies, you're thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started.